Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Talks, PT School and Beyond. Real Talks about the victories, the struggles, and all the experiences that make up this journey to becoming a doctor of physical therapy. In today's episode, I get to sit with another one of my classmates. She shares her experiences as a former student athlete, some of her special interests that she plans to pursue, and just all of the lessons that she's learned along the way. It's a great episode, a great conversation. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talks, PT School and Beyond. I have an awesome guest with me today, one of my classmates, Kayla Karen. Kayla, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah. So Kayla and I were actually partners in a lot of our practicals and stuff. And amidst all this like COVID restrictions, she's actually someone that I've gotten to work with a lot. So I'm really excited to get to know your backstory today. And so I guess we'll just start off with like, where did you, where did you grow up? So I grew up mostly in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, so I'm a Midwest girl. Um, I did live out here in Chandler, Arizona for three years in elementary school. Um, I've also lived in South Florida for a few years in high school um, where I trained at a tennis academy there, so that's something unique about me, but I've really been all over the place. Honestly, I think I've lost count at this point, but I think I've been to 13 or 14 different schools in my life. So that's nice. also a fun fact about me. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. What was that like? Just like switching schools all the time. Um, it was honestly, it wasn't too bad. Um, it was, it was a little tough because I wasn't really able to make um, really good friends. Mm. I'd say um, friendships that lasted like throughout my childhood. Cause I was constantly switching schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have like a childhood best friend or anything, which is a bummer, but, <laughs> um, but I'm really glad that I had that experience. Um, just getting to experience all these different environments and everything in different States. I think it was really unique to my childhood. So I'm, I'm happy that it happened. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good that you can see the the positive in that. And so where did you, so where did you end up going to high school? So I, I guess technically I've been to two different high schools. So I was at North High School in Sheboygan, my hometown, I guess you could say. Um, and that was about, I'd say for half of high school, I was there um, because I was switching back and forth between Sheboygan and um, Florida because mm. I would do one semester in Sheboygan, um, fall semester, so I could play on my high school tennis team. And then spring semester and then the summer I would spend in Florida. And in Mm. Florida, I was doing online school. So I was with K-12 International Academy. So it's just like an online school. Um, So it was interesting having to switch from public school and then to online school. And just doing that for a couple of years was really interesting. Yeah, totally. But Looks like you uh, you got a little head start on the whole online schooling thing, at least, that oh, we're definitely. all going through now. <laughs> yep. Nice. That's cool. So what 
what was your time like when you, so you, what happened after you graduated high school? Did you go right into college or what happened? What happened then? I did. So I actually applied to a few different colleges. Um, and it's funny because I ended up going to Arizona State University, but it was way at the bottom of my list. I was not planning on going there. Um, I wanted to play tennis at the collegiate level. And so I was looking at different um like medium-sized schools, um, kind of on the East Coast. I had a, some interest from a couple coaches in Wisconsin, from schools in Wisconsin, but I did not want to go back there. The winters are awful. So mm. I said, nope, not going back there for college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up uh, getting a partial scholarship to ASU. And so I went and I toured. And my parents had known about ASU um, before I did because we lived in Chandler when I was younger. And so they were the ones who suggested I apply and I wasn't even going to apply to ASU. Um, But I came here, I toured, I love the campus. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to ASU. So that's where I ended up. Nice. And so did you have an idea of what you wanted to study when you were going through that process? I did. So I knew that I wanted to go into physical therapy. I think my senior year of high school is when I decided on that. I was kind of undecided throughout high school, but that's what I um, stuck with my senior year of high school. So going into college, I had my mind set on PT. Hmm. Um, I, I didn't, or I wasn't really sure about my undergrad degree per se. Um, I think I knew, or no, I actually, I didn't know going in that ASU had a couple of different degrees that, you know, related to PT. Mm-hmm. And so I actually started off as a psychology major. Mm. Um, so I was on the Tempe campus, which is where I toured, you know, that's the campus that I really fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And so I started out as a psychology major and don't get me wrong. I liked psychology. I thought it was fine, but I learned early on that ASU had a downtown campus and on that downtown campus was the kinesiology major and the exercise and wellness major, Mm -hmm. both of which are very similar. And they're both very PT related, if you want to go into that. And so I had my mind set on kinesiology. And so I actually met with an advisor downtown. And he convinced me to go with exercise and wellness, um, more so because they had the hands on labs, whereas kin really didn't, it was more um, just classroom work. And so for me, I'm a really hands-on learner. So I thought that that was the best option. That's awesome. And so just to go back real quick, because you said that you, you knew going in like you, your senior year of high school that you wanted to pursue physical therapy in college, didn't maybe know the exact path that you were going to take to get there, but what led you to like knowing that you wanted to pursue physical therapy in high school? So I love this question so much. Um, So being an athlete, a tennis athlete at um, Everett Tennis Academy, that's where I was, um, I quickly became fascinated by the different types of workouts that we would do there. Mm. So we were doing lots of like circuits, plyometrics, field sprints, footwork drills, weight training, Mm -hmm. we did it all. Um, And I was really fascinated with the human body and in learning how it adapted to exercise. Mm. Um, So I actually did have a shoulder injury. Um, I'd say probably around my sophomore year of high school, I knew nothing about physical therapy, absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing. And so I was referred to PT by a doctor. And so that was my first real experience with PT. 
actually, it wasn't great. Honestly, looking back at it, really? it just, it wasn't great quality PT. Um, but still, I mean, I was really interested in it after that experience. And so um, that's how I kind of got my feet into, you know, physical therapy and that totally. realm. Um, yeah. Totally. What, so what was it that made it like not a good experience for you? Um, so it was a really small outpatient clinic and my memory is really fuzzy cause I knew nothing about PT at that time. So I don't yeah. remember a whole lot, but I think there was only one PT there, which mm-hmm. is fine, but it was a, an older guy. And during my first visit, he looked at my shoulder, he did a few tests and everything. He told me that I probably have an inflamed tendon in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And honestly, I think I only had three or four visits at that clinic. Um, but that was, that first visit was the only time that I saw that PT, which I thought was really mm. strange. Looking back at it now, that that's really strange. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, but whenever I would go there, I don't know if I was working with a PTA or a tech, I honestly couldn't tell you Yeah. because, because there was no manual work whatsoever, no manual therapy. Hmm. So it was, I would go in, I would do two or three exercises. I would have this guy do ultrasound on my shoulder and mm-hmm. then he would put me on e-stim and ice and then that was it. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I think, you know, it's, it's like a lot of us, our first experiences into PT are like actually going through it as a patient. And then I think it's even more interesting when you have like, you know, uh, a bad experience, you know, because you can look back and be like, you know, now that we're in school, it's like, okay, like I, I really didn't receive very, like, I didn't receive quality care, you know? And like, I think that's, that'll be really good for you to have in the back of your mind, like as you're a a future practicing therapist. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So you, you had that experience in high school and then, so going into college, you realize that that's, this is what I want to do. And so you switched from psychology into, so did you end up switching to exercise and wellness? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So what, tell us about like your first, maybe your first two or three years of college and just like going through that degree at ASU. Um, So looking back at it now, I actually really enjoyed that degree. Um, I think the classes were really relevant, not just to PT, but just to like any healthcare profession, if you're going into that. Mm. Um, and I mean, so my mind was set on PT school. So from the start, which is great because then I had time to get in my prerequisite courses. Um, so honestly, I'm not a huge fan of science courses in general. I just don't really like them. I did not like chemistry. I hated physics. Um, biology did not like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm just, I don't know. It just wasn't, it didn't apply to PT. It didn't feel like it applied to PT. So I just thought it was kind of useless, even though I know that it's, you know, it's probably not, but at least some of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, so those were the only courses that I really just disliked. I didn't really dislike any other courses. So any of the courses that, you know, were, we were required to take for my major, I really enjoyed. Um, I think my favorite class was called 
I'm pretty sure it was called kinesiological foundations of movement. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure, but Mm -hmm. we had a great instructor. We learned about a little bit about biomechanics, which is great because we just took biomechanics and now I can, you know, tie that into that. Um, but the lab for that class was actually very much PT related. We learned all about measuring with a goniometer, range Mm -hmm. of motion tests, manual muscle tests. Um, and you know, it's, it didn't go into as much detail as obviously we are doing now, mm-hmm. but it was a great starter class. And now that we're learning, you know, all of these different little details that go into each test, it's easier to build onto that, like prior knowledge that we had, you know, at ASU. Definitely. Definitely. Um, cause I, I, I got my degree in the same thing in exercise mm-hmm. and wellness and I, yeah, EXW 330. That was like one of my mm-hmm. favorite classes because that's it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause it really did give you that introduction into like very foundational things and like going into biomechanics, like in our first semester of PT school, like mm-hmm. I actually, I did, I felt a little bit more comfortable, you know, I knew what a goniometer was and how to use it. And like, you know, I knew what a manual muscle test was, even though I didn't know like the details, but I think that was like huge for like, just me, just like preparing me to just be more comfortable with what we're learning, like currently. Yeah. ASU definitely prepared us really well. Yeah. So what, what other things were you doing while you were taking classes at ASU? Were you doing anything else to kind of prepare yourself for the application process? Um, so I did have a couple extracurriculars, I guess you could call them. Uh, So I was on the club tennis team at ASU and I was on the team, let's see, for part of my freshman year. And then I joined again, sophomore year through when I graduated. So I think about three and a half years, I'd say. Um, And I was a captain for one of the semesters, which was an interesting experience. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I was a part of ASU Chi Alpha, which is a Christian community on campus, not a sorority or fraternity, as some people might think, <laughs> given the name. Yeah. Um, but no, we had guys and girls in our in our group, and it was a really, really great community That's of awesome. people. And some of my closest friends to this day um, came from that group. Um, so those were just a couple of the extracurriculars that I've um, been involved in at ASU. But mm-hmm more PT related. I was a tech at an outpatient clinic um, just for one summer in the summer of 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so that I'd say that was my first real exposure to PT because my mm-hmm. first, you know, experience in high school wasn't that great. Yeah. So this was more like good quality PT that I was observing and working in. And so I learned a whole lot from watching the therapist there. It's it's where I first experienced dry needling, uh, both mm. on myself and one of the therapists there um, actually let me feel one in this lady's low back. <laughs> and it was like up against the bone. So there was no real no real risk there. Uh-huh, but totally. it was it was a really cool experience <laughs> overall. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. that's awesome. What so what are the like if you could compare your first initial experience to this, like your first job actually working, like what were the, what were some of the big differences that you noticed between like that, like made this work experience better than your first experience? Well, I guess I had never really seen 
the therapist working with a patient for an extended amount of time. Mm. Because for me, you know, my first visit back in high school, it was an evaluation. And then it was just kind of like, oh, here you go. And I was just handed off to somebody else. Whereas at the clinic I was at, where I was a tech at, um, the therapist was with the person for, I'd say like half an hour. And then we were, we were with them for the other half an hour. So they were in the clinic for maybe an hour or so. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just really neat if, if we had a slower day and I wasn't working with somebody or if I was just working with one person and I was just kind of standing around, um, the therapists that worked there were actually really helpful and they would let me come over and watch what they were doing and ask questions and everything. That's cool. Yeah. And so I was able to see a lot of different treatment techniques and everything. Um, and it was all very new to me. So it was really exciting to see. Yeah. I think that's really cool when like, especially I feel like a lot of PTs when they're looking for techs, you know, that work, they want to hire people that are interested in physical therapy and that like want to <laughs> progress. And so that's really cool that they were, you know, so willing to like share with you, like what they were doing. You said you worked that one job for the, just the summer. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was just that summer just to earn some money, get some experience. Um, because I was super busy. My schedule was super busy during the school year. So Mm. there was no way that I could, um, continue with that job throughout the school year, but I did have, um, an internship at a sports PT place, um, this past spring. And so it was a big, um, sports physical therapy place in Phoenix Mm -hmm. where actually a bunch of pro athletes, you know, came to train and rehab and, and it was, well, I thought it would be a cool experience. I actually didn't really enjoy it. If I'm being honest, (laughs) Um, <laughs> I'll just be honest. Yeah. I mean, the, the environment was always super busy, which some people like, mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy that as much. Totally. Um, I mean, I enjoyed watching the PTs do their treatments, but I couldn't really picture myself in that environment in the future. Mm. Um, so coming into PT school, I was actually a little lost because for the longest time, I thought that sports was where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Um, given my background and everything. And now I was unsure about that. Um, But however, I was able to talk with a great professor that I had first semester all about pelvic health physical therapy, Mm. which I didn't know existed until I heard her mention it during orientation, actually. Uh, But I was almost immediately drawn to it. I was just very curious about what it was, what it consisted of. And I have done a lot of research on my own in the past few months, all about pelvic PT. And I can confidently say now that that's where I want to be. It's where I feel called to be. Wow. That is, that's awesome. And I think you hit on a lot of really good stuff right there. Um, Just like the whole idea of, you know, you, you thought you were, you were dead set on, oh yeah, I'm going to work in sports. And then you actually go and experience it. And you're like, Hmm, like, Maybe this actually isn't for me, you know, and then because I feel like a lot of people, you know, a lot of students coming in probably are set on what they want to do. But until you actually experience it, you don't really know about it. And then on top of that, you know, so you go into school, you have no idea what you even want to do. And then you find out about this whole new world of like pelvic floor PT, which, you know, I didn't even really know was a thing until, you know, we've learned about it more. But there really is, there's so much 
possibility and potential on what you can specialize in, where you can work with. And like, really just part of it is just like learning and discovering like what's really out there. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I think to me, going back to pelvic floor PT, I think there's just something so empowering about being able to help women with such intimate issues that they may have Mm. that they may feel too embarrassed to talk to their primary care doctor about or to anybody else for that matter. And I really want to help break that stigma in the process of helping women restore their confidence in their body. And I'm, I'm actually in pelvic floor therapy myself right now. I'll just be honest. I have been since October and it's been really great getting the patient experience and getting to ask questions along the way getting to know my PT shout out to crystal. She's awesome. Um, but I wouldn't have known that I had an issue if I hadn't had the confidence to talk about it with my professor and be vulnerable and talk about something that's really private and a little embarrassing. But from there I was able to start PT. And I think there's something so valuable, valuable about being on the other side of PT, being the recipient, Mm. being the patient. Um, it has given me so much respect for the profession and, I mean, I have no doubt that this experience that I'm having now will help me down the road when I become the provider. Absolutely. And I'll just I'll just have that much more respect and understanding for people with pelvic pain and somebody who has gone through it. And it'll just be easy for me to empathize with them. Wow, that is so good. Thank you for sharing that because that's that's yeah. really I mean, just you 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 stepped out and you actually you asked your professor about it and it is because it is it's a very like I mean it's a sensitive area you know and it is mm-hmm. it's a, like and we just went like we just had anatomy this first semester of PT school and there is a ton of stuff going on in that area too and so oh, definitely. like yeah <laughs> it is totally deserving of its own like specialization and definitely mm-hmm. yeah like you were saying like I think that's you you really are gonna have so much more, um, just like being on the patient side of it, like you're going to have that much more relatability to everybody that you're working with. And I think that's going to be a huge boost to just like your ability to get people to where they want to be. And I think that's really cool that you're pursuing that. Thanks. Yeah. And so, um, okay. So we kind of, kind of going back to where we were, so you're in your undergrad, you've got some work experience. Did you get any other like observation experience or any like shadowing experience? I did. So obviously the the bulk of my observation hours came from being a tech for those three months. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I knew that I should be getting more observation hours in settings that weren't just outpatient ortho. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did observe at, well, I did observe at, let's see, another outpatient clinic, Um, but it was uh, a guy who, who was a PT at the place I was a tech at. So I knew him and then he left halfway through, I think when I was a tech there and he started his own clinic. And so I observed at his clinic, I think a year later, just to get some more hours and some more experience in a different setting. Um, and he focuses, uh, mostly I think on, uh, the spine. So he, he's really into the spine. So I thought that would be cool to observe that. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I did get some observation hours in a skilled nursing facility, um, which Very was cool. right by a hospital out in Chandler. And 
that was definitely a unique experience because the PT that I had seen and experienced so far up to that moment was just outpatient. That's Mm -hmm. all that I had. And so I knew that PTs worked in hospitals and, you know, more inpatient acute care settings, skilled nursing facilities. And so I went into it not really knowing what to expect um, because I hadn't really done much research on it or anything. Um, And I'll be honest, it's not my favorite setting. (laughs) I definitely don't picture myself working in that setting in the future, Um, but it was still really interesting to see. And there were occupational therapists there, physical therapists. Um, So to see them working together and to see what OTs do as well, I think that Mm -hmm. was really cool. But yeah, it's it's definitely not my cup of tea, but (laughs) it was interesting to see for sure. Totally. And I think even even that's that experience of just like realizing that it's not for you, like makes it worth it and valuable, you know, going through that. Mm Mm-hmm. So what, okay, so you have, so you got a ton of observation hours, a ton of experience. Can you tell us about how you were able to, because the letters of recommendation, that's another big part. And so what, what types of things were you doing to like create relationships with professors or therapists? Uh, so I think for my um, letters that I received or, or that I asked for from people, I reached out to a professor that I had who I actually went on a study abroad trip with. And so I went to Australia after the summer after my freshman year at ASU. And so it was a sports nutrition and exercise immunology, immunology trip um, to Australia. And so it was a small group of us. There were two professors, um, from ASU downtown campus. I think in the kinesiology and nutrition degrees. And so I didn't really know them before that trip, but obviously when you go, you know, across the whole world <laughs> with yeah. two professors and a small group of people for a couple of weeks, you get to know them. And so I actually asked for one of my letters from one of those professors. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, so it was great to, you know, create that bond with them. And I wasn't even thinking of letters of recommendation at that mm. time. Um, Cause I was, you know, just a freshman or finishing my freshman year. Um, so it was pretty early, but yeah. So that was the one professor that I reached out to. And then I think for the other two or three, I can't even remember how many letters of recommendation I had, I think four, um, but they all came from uh, PTs that I worked with. So I, at my tech job, I was actually at two different clinics. I would split my time between two different locations. Uh, So I asked for one from um, each clinic that I was at or each location that I was at. And so I only asked for letters of recommendation from the PTs that I personally worked with because for, for us, at least, I'm not sure how other clinics work. um, We had at least two techs. It depended on the size of the clinic, but the the main one that I was at, there were four PTs and two techs. So, mm-hmm. you know, one tech per two PTs. And yeah. so we would work with those same PTs every time that we would work. So oh, we got to know okay. their style and everything. Um, so I only asked for letters of recommendation from PTs that I personally worked with because that way they know, you know, the most about me and they can actually write a personal letter. <laughs> totally, totally. I think that's mm-hmm. really important. It's like, you know, you want to you want to ask somebody who really knows you and can mm-hmm. really speak on like who you are as a person, you know, and not just like some 
you're not just like some name to them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And also, I think it's interesting just hearing the different like variations that how clinics operate, you know, because at the outpatient clinic I worked at, like all of the techs would kind of bounce around and we would work with every therapist, you know? And so it's interesting to see just how different clinics will operate just like on their like workflow and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So when did you, when did you take the GRE? Ooh, when did I take the GRE? Um, I think I took that, I think it was the summer of 2018. So the same summer that I was a tech, because mm-hmm. that was going into my junior year um, okay. at ASU. And so I wanted to do it relatively early. I think it was August of 2018. Um, I wanted to do it early just in case I wanted to take it again. Um, and I ended up not having to take it again. I just took it that one time. But yeah, I mean, I did a prep book or I looked at a prep book um, mm-hmm. that I got from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> nice. It was one of those really thick GRE prep books. It yep. was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I did not enjoy taking the GRE. Um, but yeah, I studied hard for it. So that way I would only have to take it once. <laughs> yeah, right. I know it costs money. So it's like, yep, do exactly. it once and then do it right the first time. Yep. <laughs> Nice. Okay. So did you have a gap year or did you apply to PT school in your junior year of college? So I applied my senior year. So I applied, um, in the summer before my senior year at ASU. So no gap year whatsoever. I just applied because I, I knew that I wanted to just go straight into it. Um, but yeah, the application process was, pretty simple for me, just very nerve wracking. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, I had, I had toured all four of the schools, um, here in Arizona because mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to stay in state. Um, cause my parents are here now. I just didn't want to move away from home again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely a homebody. <laughs> That's yeah. why. Um, but it's funny because AT still was actually the last school that I toured. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I toured in, May of 2019. Yeah, it was May of 2019. So only a couple months before I applied. And Mm -hmm. I think I was set on either like Midwestern or NAU. But then I toured AT still and it was changed just like that. And I knew I knew that AT still was my first choice. And I really needed to go there. (laughs) I really wanted to get in. Um, so I actually applied early decision to AT still. Nice. Um, yeah. And I, if you know me, I am super on the ball with everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like such a perfectionist. <laughs> and so I sent my application in the day that PTCast opened that summer, wow. um, which was like early July. I think it was, I don't know, the first week of July or something, but I had it all set. Um, wow, I had nice. my, my letters of recommendation in and everything and uploaded. I had all of my information in there already. And so I knew that I wanted to apply to AT still early decision. So I did it and they were actually really quick with getting back to me. And so they sent me their secondary application, like literally a week after I applied, it was crazy. Dang. Um, so I did that the same day again. Um, I sent it in because it was just a short little essay. Mm-hmm. And then 
literally a week after that, I got invited for an interview um, for, I think, September. Or I think I had to schedule, but I think there was only one day, like September 13th. Uh-huh. But um, I remember the day that I saw that email that I got um, an invite for an interview. Yeah. And I, because I was in Wisconsin for the summer or for uh-huh. the month of July, I think. And I was in the car with my dad, he was driving, and I was just checking my email casually on my phone. And I saw it. And I freaked out. I was like, Oh, my gosh, like instant excitement. But then like two seconds later, I was like, Oh, my gosh, I have an interview. And I was so (laughs) scared. (laughs) Because I just I psych myself out. Like, I don't do well. Well, I I mean, I do fine with interviews, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, I get really, really scared and I stumble over my words totally. and, and I was just super nervous, but totally. I did the darn thing and I got in like That's the next right. week after I did the interview. So I was all set. Heck yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, t- okay. So Tell us about like, okay, so what did you do to like prepare for the interview? Because that, that's like, that's like, a huge, that's the, that's the ticket in. That's like, you know, it's like you filter through the PT cast and then like the interview is how they weed the people out. And so like, what did you do? Cause you said, you know, you were nervous and like, I'm sure like, I mean, I was nervous for sure. I'm sure everybody, if you say you weren't nervous, you're probably lying. Um, Definitely. <laughs> like, what did you do to prepare for this interview? So being as nervous as I was, I definitely wanted to prepare really well for the interview because I was not going to be, you know, caught up on a question. I didn't want that to happen where I just didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. And so I actually did a lot of research on like different forums and everything, just picking out like the most popular PT school interview Mm -hmm. questions literally created an entire word document pages long of different questions that I could potentially be asked. And then I typed out like all of my answers, like word for word. I'm not even kidding. And then I would just go through them literally every day up until my interview, I would go through them and say them out loud. And I never did the, you know, stand in front of the mirror and, you know, talk because I thought that was kind of weird. I didn't do that. Totally, totally. (laughs) But, um, but it really did help me to kind of figure out what I was going to say and just have certain talking points for each mm-hmm. question that yeah. was, you know, a popular PT school interview question. I thought that was really helpful. Dang, that is so good. And I, I you know, I did something similar, you know, I, I did the same thing. I was looking at, okay, what are the most common PT school interview questions? And then just like had like an idea of what I want to say. I didn't, I didn't necessarily go word for word, but I think like, the the moral of that is just to like the more you prepare like that's really how you overcome like the nervousness of it i think definitely because yeah the more prepared i was like it really it, it took i mean you're still nervous going in but like once you're in there if it, it, it felt like i could just flow a lot better with with my responses to the questions yeah, definitely. I agree. I think it helped calm my nerves a bit. I mean, I was definitely still very nervous going into it. Yeah. Um, I remember interview day, I actually had to skip class for inter- for the interview um, because they only gave me one option. It was like Friday morning and I had like 
classes back to back that morning. So I just skipped Mm -hmm. two of them. But I, because I had to travel from downtown Phoenix all the way out to East Mesa where school is. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a 40 minute drive. And the entire way there, I was, I'll be honest, I was like blasting Christian music. I was like, okay, (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Amen. (laughs) But I, I arrived to campus literally 30 minutes early to my interview because I was, yeah, (laughs) because I was so nervous and I'm like, well, might as well be early rather than late, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But it was funny because I actually interviewed with Amanda. And so she was the other person who was there. Yeah. That's awesome. And so that was the first time that I met Amanda. Um, And since then, you know, it's history since then we're good friends now, Mm -hmm. but um but yeah she got taken back for her interview as soon as we finished with the tour and everything first and then I was just kind of left out there with Erlinda and oh my gosh I was shaking so much and then two professors came out and got me which was very interesting and unique Uh and um because one of them was new so uh she was just sitting in on the interview and seeing how things go but that was like an added little twist to the interview. I wasn't expecting that. I was just expecting one, one person, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. But it ended up being really great. And it was such a laid back interview. And I'm really glad that they do it that way because I think it really helps calm your nerves. Mm. It's not, you know, a really intense group interview or anything. It was just one-on-one in their small office. And I think that was really great. Yeah. That, that is, that's awesome. I think I had, um, yeah, I, I actually funny story about my interview day. Like I got there early and good thing I did get there early because I was sitting in the parking lot and I thought I was right outside the building. And then I'm like, okay, I'll wait till like five minutes goes by. But I was actually at like the dental school building, oh, which no. is just like <laughs> the other parking lot, like not very far away. And I was yep. like, uh, I'm here for my PT school interview. Like I'm <laughs> just looking like I actually walked in the door and I'm like looking around and the student comes up to me. He's like, you look like you're lost. And, and you know, I'm <laughs> oh, in no. my, I'm in my suit and like, I'm looking all yeah. dressed up. So he, he knows what I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for like, I got, I'm interviewing for PT school. And he's like, oh yeah, you're going to want to go to the other building. And I was like, oh shoot. Okay. So <laughs> I freaking get back in my car and drive over there real fast. But yeah, definitely um, getting there early is like a yeah. big, big uh, tip. Well, it's good that you ran into someone and they were able to point you in the right direction. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I think the way that our school, just like the whole process of like the tour and then just like all the administration and all the teachers there, like I'm, I'm super grateful to be at AT still right now. Me too. I agree. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So you had your interview and then how long did it take for you to find out when you got accepted? So I had my interview on Friday, September 13th, Friday the 13th. Whoa, <laughs> weird. Yeah, it was kind of scary. <laughs> no, just kidding. But <laughs> I heard back the following Wednesday, I got an email Dang, um, that yeah. I was accepted. And because I had read on some forums, I was doing some research that, you know, people who were accepted at AT still heard back, you know, the next Monday or, you know, the following week. So mm-hmm. starting on Monday, I would, I kept refreshing my email. Yeah, totally. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I just hope I got in. Like I felt like the interview went really well. And That's so cool. I was hopeful, but I didn't want to get my hopes up too much just in case. Totally. Um, but I, 
Yeah, I found out Wednesday morning and it was really funny. It turned out really great because I ended up skipping physics class that morning, (laughs) (laughs) which I usually don't skip class, but physics, that class was just a nightmare anyways. But I skipped that class because it was my first class of the day. I think it started at like 8.50 or 9 o'clock or something. Uh But I I just felt like I needed to skip physics that day. So I did. Hey, we all need those little personal days every now. Exactly. You know? And so at I think like 9.30 that morning, I received the email that I got in. And I am not kidding you. I was so excited that I started like hyperventilating. I was <laughs> crying. I was oh, like, so oh awesome. my gosh, I got into PT school. And so obviously my first reaction is to call my parents and tell them. And so I called my mom first and I know that they, so they both work from home. Mm-hmm. And so I know they're at home and they might be doing something, but usually they pick up if, the, if I call them. Mm-hmm. And so I called my mom, she didn't answer her phone. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, why don't you answer your phone? This is so, <laughs> you know, this is so important to tell you right now. Yeah, and totally. so, yeah. And so I called my dad and he answered and my dad's office is like, separate from my mom's office they're like in two different areas of the house and so they Mm -hmm. they don't hear each other at all and so my dad answered the phone and I told him and I'm like I'm full on crying on the phone at this point and he because he answers the phone and I'm like oh my gosh like I'm just crying (laughs) and he's like what's wrong (laughs) and I'm like no no nothing's wrong like I just I got into PT school and it was kind of disappointing because he wasn't that excited wow (laughs) You didn't Maybe match your just, level of enthusiasm, huh? I know. I'm like, Dad, you got to cry with me. No, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No, but it, it was kind of disappointing because I'm like over here crying and yeah. he's just like, oh, that's really great. I'm like, Dad, like maybe it's just a dad thing. You know, that's they don't want to get yeah. too emotional. To say, but That sounds like a dad move right there. Yeah. But then I, I told him, I said, hey, like tell mom to call me whenever she's off the phone. I think she was on the phone with somebody. Mm-hmm. And so she called me like 20 minutes later. And of course I wasn't crying anymore or anything, but I was still really excited. I'm like, Oh my yeah. gosh, mom, I got into PT school. And she was, she was more excited than my dad. So she kind of made up for it, but she was like, Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. It's like, yeah. it really is. Cause I, yeah, I remember the same thing when I found out that I got accepted because it's like, you go through like years, years of working towards this goal of just getting accepted and then like to finally be like whoa like i finally did it to see all of your hard work pay off it's like such such a great feeling yeah definitely yeah man that's so cool okay so yeah got accepted and you found out in september so now we're going into 2020 you're still taking classes right because you gra- you didn't get your degree yet Right. Yeah. So I graduated in may of this year may of 2020 mm-hmm. and so Let's see. Last fall, I think I still had a full course load at ASU, Mm -hmm. Um, but spring looked really different for me because obviously with all the prerequisites and the required courses for our degree, um, I was always super busy. Like my schedule was always busy. Mm -hmm. Um, But come springtime before COVID, obviously, um, but I had my internship. um, So I was in the clinic two days a week for the full day. So from, I think, oh my gosh, what was it? 7.30 to like five o'clock or something. It was a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, so two days a week I was in the clinic um, as an intern. And then I 
think I was only taking one real class. I think it was, I was finishing up my second semester of general biology. Um, so didn't really enjoy that very much, but <laughs> it, it kind of made up for it because I wasn't really taking any other real classes. Um, uh -huh. But I, I was a TA for one of our exercise and wellness courses. So EXW 420, which is exercise testing. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a really, really great experience. And I just, I kind of decided to do that um, just on a whim, like in the fall of mm -hmm. last year, because I really liked the instructor that taught it. Um, and I had had him before for another class. And um, because when I was taking the class last fall, um, when I was taking it, it was a different instructor because he was on paternity leave. So he was teaching the class or going to be teaching the class again in spring. And so I decided that I wanted to be a TA. And so I reached out to him and asked him if he needed a TA and he did. And so there were actually three of us, but um, I was able to help out in lecture um, by helping people um, up on the the whiteboard, actually going through like the different math equations and everything, yeah. um, calculating body fat percentages, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I helped out with a lab. Um, so it was a really, really great experience. And it was just so rewarding to know that I was helping people understand the material. Yeah, so. totally. Mm -hmm. Probably a super good experience. Yeah. And just like getting that, um, that like teaching experience in a way. Mm -hmm, definitely. And I mean, I've had a couple people ask me recently, actually, um, a couple of my classmates asked me if I would ever consider being a professor in the mm. future. And I have never thought about that before. Um, but now I'm a little curious. I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure because the, the TA thing worked out pretty well Yeah. and it, it was a little nerve wracking at the beginning, you know, but I got used to it as time went on. Uh -huh. And, um, but I really, really do not like public speaking. So I don't know <laughs> if I could be a professor, you know, stand up in front of a big class of people and teach. I, I don't know if that would be, um, something for me, but I do enjoy being like a lab assistant or something. So Maybe in the future that Who could knows? be a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you never you never know where uh, you might end up. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're you're finishing up your last semester at, at ASU, and then you really you probably didn't have much time between ending at ASU and then starting up at uh, AT. Still, uh, what what was that time like? That little in between transition time. Yeah. So. It was actually kind of unique because, you know, COVID started in, in March. And so mm -hmm. from March onwards, actually, my the end of my senior year was not the greatest because everything, you know, got canceled and yeah. I didn't have a graduation and everything moved online, which was great to begin with. I'd say for the first month, I really enjoyed it because I'm an introvert. And so I like you know, staying at home and doing my own thing. Totally. Um, but after a while, it gets lonely. And so I'd say from like mid-March, well, yeah, mid-March through May when I graduated, technically graduated, mm -hmm. um, I was just by myself um, at my apartment or condo in Phoenix. And so I just, I wasn't doing much. I was actually kind of bored, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I went and stayed with my parents who live in Gilbert for a while. Um, my sister came to stay for the month of May. 
um, which was really great because she she lived in Chicago. She now lives back in our hometown in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Um, So she stayed for a month, which is great because I don't get to see her that often. Um, And then we actually spent um, or I spent the month of June in Wisconsin. And so my parents usually spend the summer, uh, well, you know, every summer in Wisconsin. And uh-huh. so my sister and I actually road tripped up to Wisconsin from Arizona, which is a long drive, nice. by the way. <laughs> and we we took it slow, though. We um, spent five days, like, seeing all of these cool national parks and yes. different areas. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really great. And so... Um, that was a fun adventure that I had in the midst of a pandemic. So that yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, I spent the month of June in Wisconsin and then I came back and basically started PT school. Um, but honestly, I was ready for it because I had only been taking that one class in the spring. And so my mm-hmm. internship, I wasn't going to that anymore. Um, being a TA on zoom is really strange. Um, (laughs) and yeah. And so I still had to like prepare for lecture and everything, but I think we only had lecture twice a week, um, on zoom and nobody Mm -hmm. turned their cameras on. It was just really, (laughs) it was pretty depressing. (laughs) Um, but I would still help people, you know, work through problems and everything on zoom. So Uh I had, I had that to do, but honestly, like I was super bored for a few months. And so I was ready to start PT school. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's also, I mean, you were, your, your mind was fresh of, in, of being in school. So you were, yeah, you were ready and excited. And that, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, because I had a, I had a gap. And so I did, I had a lot of time to really just like get myself ready. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm glad that I had a gap. But I can also see like the benefit of just like going right into it like you did. Yeah. And I mean, maybe my answer would have been different if we didn't have COVID <laughs> because, sure. you know, if if you have a busier schedule and, you know, I, I could feel the burnout happening even like right before everything happened in March, yeah. I could feel the burnout coming because my, my schedule was still busy with the internship and with like my tennis team and everything. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I don't know, my answer could have been different if everything would have just stayed as it was. Um, but I mean, still having those, what, two months off after I would have graduated. I mean, I think that would have been enough for me personally. No, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, we, so we just finished our first semester of PT school at AT still. And tell us what those first couple of weeks were like for you, just like starting PT school. What was that like for you? Okay. So the first couple of weeks actually weren't that bad. I think for me personally. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like we didn't start out too strong with like a lot of material. I kind of like how they eased us into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we started more with like the really like basics, just basics. And I mean, maybe it was easier for us because we've had that background with, you know, from ASU and everything. Um, I'm sure it might be different for people who, you know, had a different degree, but I mean, it was, interesting trying to adapt to the online environment because yeah I mean I had that one experience with the class that I was a TA with you know for zoom online learning everything but I mean going to you know 
from that to four days a week of Zoom, pretty much like either half a day or full day of Zoom. It's a lot and it's a lot to get used to. And um, I'm just really, really grateful that we had one day a week that we were able to go on campus and do our labs and everything Mm -hmm. because physical therapy is such a hands-on profession. I just, I don't understand how you could learn those things without being able to practice them. Um, And so I am very grateful that we've had, you know, our one day a week of in lab time and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wish it was more, but I know that it's, yeah, I know. It's just, it's rough. (laughs) It is rough. And it's, it's a huge adjustment to, you know, navigate this whole online learning environment. And it's, it's crazy that we're, I mean, it's crazy that this whole country is going through this too. And cause like, this is literally happening right now, like never happened before. And so everybody is going through this. And at times you can feel like really isolated because we're, you know, we're so used to being in person in classes and now we all have to stay home and just be on our computers staring into a screen and like you lose that human connection from that. And I think that's a part of just like learning and just like absorbing the material. Yeah. I have definitely had to deal with a lot of frustration this past semester. And even though I am so glad to be here, I'm so grateful that I, you know, I'm in PT school. It's just not the experience that I, you know, have been looking forward to for the past few years of my life. And so it's just been interesting trying to deal with online learning and not being able to you know, communicate with all of my classmates, you know, in Mm -hmm. one classroom, because I mean, you see people, you know, walking by during a lab day, but you don't really get to know them that way. You just say, oh, hey, and then that's it. And it's just really frustrating. And I've had to try and come to terms with that this past semester. And I feel like at the beginning, it was, you know, a little frustrating. And then Mm -hmm. I thought that I would get over it. And then it turned out that as the semester went on, I just became more and more frustrated, like not being able to see my classmates and, you know, being able to do all the regular PT school things, um, you know, especially with the school and everything. Like I know they do, what do they do? Like a flag football thing every year, Mm -hmm. just like little things like that, that we don't get to experience. Like it just bums me out. Yeah, no, it's a major bummer. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like all the fun, like, not like school, like, but not schooling related, like events and stuff where we can just like, hang out and just like get to know people like we definitely are missing all of that. Uh, And yeah, it is. It's super frustrating. But it's like, yeah, I, I guess the one thing that I can say is that like, we're all at least going through it together. And Mm -hmm. We've, I would say like our class has found like ways to stay connected despite all of this, you know, like we have our class group chat and that's like, oh yeah, always a source of entertainment. Um, Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, even though we're missing that in-person interaction, I feel like you're, we're, we're making the best of what, of the circumstances and we're still, we're still learning as we're going through it too. So hopefully, you know, continue to improve, um, with what we got, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, okay. Yeah. You, you know, you mentioned a lot of frustrations and stuff and like, even, and like from, from like a schooling perspective, like the, all the material that we're learning, like that is like a lot, there's a lot of stuff that we learned just in this like first semester. So what types of, were there any things that you were doing to kind of help like reduce your stress, kind of just like help yourself? Like, how did you manage like yourself outside of like the school that we were going through, like the schooling? So managing stress is something that I'm still figuring out, (laughs) honestly. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm a workaholic and a perfectionist. That's just Mm -hmm. my personality. Um, So I definitely struggle with giving myself time to breathe and not think about anything school related, you know, Mm. Um, because I found myself pretty burnt out by, I'd say like mid to late October. Um, And I was not in a good headspace for the rest of the semester because I was just stressing out about finals. And, you know, again, my frustrations with online learning were just kind of building. It was pretty tough to stay positive during that time, I'd say. Um, I also wasn't working out as often as I would have wanted to be. Um, So, and I mean, I was dealing with frustrations with my own health issues and I still am to this day, but I'm slowly learning how to adapt to this crazy grad school life. So I don't have it all figured out yet, but I'm getting there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, and I'm right there with you. Like it's a, it's a, we're learning as we go, you know, um, Mm -hmm. just like how to manage our lives, like as we're going through school, because it's a, it's a big undertaking that we're all going through. Um, and you know, it's funny because I've been there too. And it's, it's like, I know how good exercise is for me, but like when I'm super stressed out and I feel super busy, like that's usually like the first thing that kind of falls off the wagon for me, which is like, it really should be the other way around. It's like, I should be exercising more, like the more I'm stressed out, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same things. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my little system down, you know, and it's, yeah, it really is like we're figuring it out as we go. Yeah, I'm the same way. I tend to convince myself when I'm stressed out, I convince myself that I don't have time to work out. Oh, yeah. And sometimes like I don't I'll convince myself that I don't have time to like meal prep for the week, which is not great because if I'm not working out, if I'm not eating super healthy like I usually am, yeah, everything just goes crazy. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Those are yeah. like the two. And even I've even talked to, I've talked to a ton of people about this and it's the same way. It's like, they know the things that help them like reduce their stress. They know all these things that are like, they should be doing. And like, as soon as the stress comes, those are like the first things to go is like your eating and like your physical activity. But like, so I think, yeah, I mean, for this next coming semester, that's really what I'm trying to focus on is just like being consistent, even if it's only a little bit, you know, here and there, but like consistency is really what I'm trying to focus on, on just like exercise. And then, you know, I guess just like eating well, because it's, it's super like when I'm stressed out, like, and like studying and like, if I have to stay up late, like I will go to the gas station and I'll just like buy some bags of candy, like some sour gummy worms and stuff. <laughs> And I'll just like go to town on candy and stuff like that. And ice cream, like those are my go-tos. Um, oh no. <laughs> but no, totally. Um, yeah, it's all just like, just, we're just figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, okay. So I guess to just like kind of wrap things up, what, if you were to give like any, any, anyone who's trying to get into PZ school, like what, what, what would be like one big piece of advice that you would give to someone trying to get into PT school? Um, well, I have a couple different ones. Yeah, share, um, share them all if you want. <laughs> okay. Um, so I would say get observation hours in different settings, like I said before. Um, so more than just the typical outpatient orthopedic. So there's, you know, sports, there's home health, there's inpatient, there's pediatrics, there's neuro, there's so many different settings that mm-hmm. PTs can work in. Totally. So try and get different observation hours. Um, and then don't stress out too much about not getting an A in a class. Um, I know I was like this too, but you don't need a 4.0 GPA to get into PT school. Mm. Um, yes, grades matter, but it's definitely not all that a school looks at. Um, so like I said, observation hours are really important. Along with that, volunteering looks great on an application. Um, I did, I personally did feed my starving children. I thought that was really fun. Um, if you're, you know, native to Arizona, Mm -hmm. um, so extracurriculars and undergrad. So like I said, I did club tennis, high alpha, um, get involved with something that you're interested in or passionate about. Um, schools want to see that you're not just focused on academics and getting good grades. Um, I mean, you're a real person and you have interests other than school. So they like to see a well-rounded student. Yes. Well, the well-roundedness, I think that's, mm-hmm. that's huge. Um, even for me, cause my grades were definitely not the best, but I made sure that I could like the things that I could do and improve on. Like I definitely did, uh, like a lot of work to just like boost those areas. So I think mm-hmm. that's a really good piece of advice. Um, yeah. and so, okay. So, and now that you've like experienced your first semester of PT school, um, based off of what you've gone through, like what advice would you give to current PT students right now? Oh, that's a great question. Um, hmm. Or even like, what advice would you give to your past self, like going through this first semester? Ooh. So like before I, like right before I started in July. Yeah, sure. Ooh. Um, I'd say for me, that stress is the biggest thing that I deal with. Mm -hmm. So, and like getting anxious about things that I just can't really control. Mm. So I think for me, like I, you know this Taylor, cause you were my uh, skill check partner. I get way too worked up about skill checks. Um, and even exams, but not as much as I would be for skill checks. Um, And so I just really stress myself out. And I mean, I prepare well for them, so I shouldn't really be that stressed out. Yeah. Plus you always kill it in the skills checks. You always kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's because I prepare really well. Yeah, no, totally. It's on the preparation. My nerves nerves fuel me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, a good amount or a little amount of stress, that's what I want to say. A little amount of stress is good that's okay. Mm -hmm. But once it reaches a certain level, it just becomes toxic. Mm. And, and so for me, I always seem to reach that toxic level, even when I know it's not good for me. Yeah. And so I think I just need to focus on 
um, reminding myself that it, everything is going to be okay, that you're not going to fail. Um, like you've prepared well, just reminding yourself, like giving yourself those affirmations, like you've prepared well, you know what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. you are smart, you are capable. Mm. So just go in there and take a deep breath and just relax and yeah. it'll be okay. Because if you work yourself up too much, that is when you could potentially make mistakes, right? Totally. So yeah, I don't know. I think just for me, like stress is the biggest thing. Um, and I think it is the same for lots of PT students. Definitely. Um, you just, you just want to do your best and that's okay. But once it reaches a certain level of stress, it's just, it's not good anymore. (laughs) Yeah, man. That is, I think that was like a really, really great piece of advice that you just gave. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me today. I really appreciate this. Uh, I think you had a lot of really great things to say, and I think that's going to help a lot of people out. Well, thanks for having me. All right. What a great episode. Thank you so much to Kayla for joining me as my guest today. Thank you to everybody that continues to stay up with a podcast and support it. I really appreciate that. Remember to stay tuned every Wednesday for new episodes and leave me a review let me know how i'm doing what you think about the show and feel free to share this podcast with anyone that you might think is interested anyways uh appreciate you all hope you're all staying safe out there and we will see you next time